0: blank, now what stories, so we can all learn from their transformational lessons to help us all answer that lifelong and often paralyzing question, now what? Hey friends, are you having a, I just feel sluggish, now what moment? Me too. And when I'm feeling a little low and need to pick me up, I turn to the Arbon 30 Days to Healthy Living program to help me reset. It's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. The 30 Days to Healthy Living acts as a reset in establishing healthy habits so you can get more energy and feel fit with clean vegan nutrition. ARBON's mission is to empower people to flourish with sustainable, healthy living. So the 30 Days to Healthy Living set and program are specifically designed to do just that. It helps you identify foods that might not be serving your body well, while you focus on adding nutrient-dense, plant-based, whole foods into your daily routine, creating sustainable habits for a healthy lifestyle that lasts. So if you want to get started on your path to healthy living with our number one nutrition set featuring nine plant-powered products that make healthy living easy... Head over to jessicastevenstoronto.arbon.com and click on the Healthy Living tab and check out the program. Join me each month as I help dozens of people feel fit and their best with this amazing program. It's definitely not a diet. It's a lifestyle. And if you want to live well and feel fit, join us on the next 30 Days to Healthy Living. So head over to jessicastevenstoronto.arbon.com check out that Healthy Living tab, and let's help you go from feeling sluggish to feeling great. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the final episode of I Just Blank Now What for season three. I'm your host, Jessica Stevens. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me for another Now What Wednesday. I am so thrilled to be wrapping up this season with all of you. It has been a goodie, let me tell you. It's still hard to believe that here we are at 75 episodes in Um, to the show. We're going into the last quarter before we hit that special 100 mark um, and four seasons. But season three has been just so special and magical for so many reasons. And I have to say that I feel like we're... Just getting better as every guest appears on the show and we had such a jam-packed season for sure that I actually had to scroll back and look through all of the episodes and I was like, oh my god, yeah, that one was in season three too. And oh yeah, and that one was such a good one too. And so, you know, my goal with this recap... for all of you is to highlight a few of my season favorites and highlight some of your season favorites because I got some stats in as well and let me tell you my friends there have been some really really popular episodes (laughs) with all of you Um, and I want to let you guys know which ones they are because I know people always ask me like oh you know how do you know Do episodes differ? You know, are they all the same in terms of how many people listen? I'm like, no, definitely not. There are certain episodes that get way more reach than others, um, mainly because sometimes the topic or sometimes because my guest does such a fabulous job of sharing it out on their network. or just, you know, all of you share it. So I'm always super grateful for all of you who share the episodes with your networks. Um, Please keep doing that. Grab a screenshot, tag a friend, um, tag me, And um, if you know those episodes that really resonate with you, keep sharing them, please, 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 because um, we want all people, everyone out there, to hear these amazing stories and inspire them to figure out their own now what's too. All right, so let's do a quick recap before we get into the back half of today's episode, which is um, with my beautiful friend and very first guest, Rangini. She's going to join me um, for the second half of this episode, and. share some updates with all of you uh, from when we last saw her way back in season one she's gonna share some updates about uh, what's going on with her and her life and some manifestation that she has done so definitely stay tuned for that but before we do that let's get into some of the top favorites from season three one that was definitely definitely a hit was I just got hit with imposter syndrome, now what? And that one was with me uh, to kick off the season. And I got so many messages about this episode because a lot of you were also feeling the imposter syndrome kicking in. Um, at some point this year and so this one resonated with a lot of people and that's why we always you know come back with a version of this episode whether it be myself or a guest talking about being your authentic true self and you know showing up as you you know last week's episode was another perfect example of of that same story of like who are you and who do you want to be and what are you doing to become that person Um, or letting go of these masks and these Im- Im- images that just aren't serving us. So that one was um, a big hit. In August, we had a spicy episode with uh, Jenna Switzer, and I just can't orgasm now what was a hot episode that one climbed the charts really quickly in the first week that that episode came out. So, I'm gonna take that as a sign from all of you that you would like a little bit more content like this with some experts that can help all of you with areas of your life that um, we're all actually, you know, maybe secretly having some things about or concerns and we want the goods and the, and the information so I promise I will be coming out with more episodes just like that with Jenna of I can't orgasm now what um, another one that was really really surprising um, that a lot of people really liked and I got a lot of comments on and, and had great reaches I just can't sleep now what people are you having some trouble sleeping? Because this episode with me, when I was talking about recovering from COVID hit the charts. Oh my goodness. I didn't realize that so many other people were challenged in the sleep department. So if, um, I I don't set new year's resolutions, but one habit that I want to set for 2023 is definitely really good quality sleep. And that is my wish for all of you as well. Um so another great episode was I just got diagnosed with diabetes um uh, with Lynn Bowman. Um she talked about that health journey so I know a lot of you reached out about that book that she wrote uh, Brownies for Breakfast so go check that one out. The, all the links are in the show notes. And another episode that was a really hot topic, probably because of what was going on in the news um, just before this episode air, was I just got told I am too old, now what, with Cheryl I Love. Oh my goodness, everybody, you all resonated so much with this episode. It climbed the charts. I got so many comments about it um, because, you know, ageism is real, my friend, and that is ageism up and ageism down, um, and people really feeling that comparison as it relates to how old they are or too young they are and just really showing up as you. So that one was a good one. Uh, That was episode 62. Definitely go check that one out if you have not. And then a big favorite was, I just received a sign from the universe with my friend, um, Pam Kuhn. Oh my goodness, everyone loved this love story from Pam um, and how she met her husband, Jimmy, And all the signs that she was getting from the universe pointing her in his direction. So if you love a good love story, go check out that episode, number 64. I just got a sign from the universe, and now what? With Pam Kuhn. Um, And what else? Let's see. Let's see. Another really good one was my mastermind um, episode where I talked about the amazing group of humans who have held my hand over the last three seasons as I produced a show and how we all show up for each other and and accountability um, and just really shows it's important. uh, It's important to think about who you associate with, who you're hanging around, um, you know, who are you learning from and you know, you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. <laughs> That's what I always say. I'm like, I do not want to be the smartest person here. I want to be learning from others. So yeah, everyone go find yourself a mastermind group for 2023. That is my wish for all of you as well. And then uh, I just turned 70. Now what with Mae McDaniel, you guys were so inspired by this story. Um, who wouldn't be for being 70 years old and hiking the Appalachian trail. So definitely go check that one out. And yeah, that is some of the, the favorites from this season. Um, you know, all of them were good. Like when I have to think about ranking ranking these episodes, it's like picking your favorite child. But I just want to thank all of my guests for showing up this season and sharing so openly um, and inspiring so many amazing conversations. It has been a fantastic, fantastic year. Um, it's been a challenging year for many, myself included. But at the same time, those challenges really help us grow and expand and um, show up as our best selves. So that is the recap of season three. So now stay tuned as Ranjini and I have a good heart-to-heart girl talk. And she shares a big update as to where her life is now in comparison to where it was If you are a big believer in manifestation, you're going to want to check out this episode because she shares some pretty powerful things about what she wanted for the new year. And I hopefully it inspires you to think about what you want for the year ahead. All right. And we will see you next year for another episode of I Just Blank. Now what? See you all soon. All right. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of I Just Blank Now What? The podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Stevens. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me for another Now What? Wednesday. Today is the final episode of season three, and part of me is kind of in awe and really hard to believe that we are already here at the end of three seasons, episode 75. I'm so grateful for everything that has transpired over this past season. And um, today I have a special guest with me joining for our wrap-up episode, the beautiful Ranjini Casa. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, my friend! I cannot believe I'm actually sitting in the same room with you face-to-face, and recording this episode with you. So thanks for coming and being my special guest. Thank
1: you for inviting me back. I can't believe that it's been three seasons. I remember the first episode.
0: Yeah, and you <laughs> were episode two. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Rand was my very first guest on the, on the show. I'm so grateful for her for coming on. And she shared... What to this day is still probably our most popular episode, <laughs> and it was, I just found out my husband has another child, now what? So that is episode two of season one. If you have not gone to listen to that episode, please go do so after, after this, or even hit pause right now, go listen to it and come back, <laughs> uh, because yeah, that's, that was the kickoff for this whole show, part of the inspiration for doing the show, because life happens, and yeah. what do you do when life happens and you have to figure out how to move forward from there? And your episode was a perfect example of something happening that you, you did not see coming. That you that, cannot plan for. You cannot plan for. <laughs> and you need to figure out how to move forward in the best way possible. A, for yourself, but B, for your family. And most people, the messages that I got back, were always shocked to be like, I cannot believe She stayed and I cannot believe that they have this happy family now. Like, if that was me, I don't know if I could have done that, if I could have forgiven him, if I could have all the things. I'm like, yeah, but you have to also remember, like, Ranjini had to own her part in all of that. He was, she was not guilt-free in the situation in which their marriage found themselves. So, yeah, go listen to that episode if you didn't. But it just goes to show, like anything is possible if you decide that's what you want.
1: Yeah, and I think that's just it. You have to decide what you want, and you have to make, often you have to make those decisions in isolation, away from the noise of people and people's expectations, and really sit down with yourself and say, what's going to make me happy today, tomorrow? And honestly, even sometimes thinking past tomorrow adds a layer of complexity, because we don't know what What's going to happen day to day? We cannot plan for some of the things that life hits us with mm-hmm. at all. And that's what I had to do is I had to actually sit down and say, what's going to make me happy in this moment? What are the things that I need to deal with? What are the things that I need to change? What are the things that I need to eliminate? And truly, like truly, it's kind of hard, but like sit with the stuff and say, what got me here? hmm. Like how much of, of these bags am I carrying and how many of them do I actually need? And it's been a journey. It's been a, a remarkable journey. I I have to give kudos where kudos is due. My husband, um, you know, I've said this to some people, the man that I'm married to today is not the man that I met. Certainly not the man that I was with even f- five years ago. And I think um, if I have to think about even like day over day, we are not the same people today that we were yesterday so when somebody commits to actually changing, we can't.
0: It's unstoppable.
1: It's, it's unstoppable. But, uh, you know, for people to hold grudges and have malice and have these things on their heart for people over something that they did years and years ago. If that person has committed to change, it's not the same person. Mm-hmm. It's not the same person. You can't look at that person. It, it's OK. It's fine to distance yourself if that's what you need for your own mental health but i think it's that reality of you know i hated somebody because of who they were or how they behaved or their whatever but if that person has committed to healing mm-hmm. that 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 person today is probably not the same person that you're holding malice against
0: so it's true and as we know you know the entire body changes over the course of 7 years yes. right so if In that seven-year change, they have literally changed who they want to be and how they show up in the world. They really are a totally different person because they've actually applied... The choice and the decision to be different, along with the physiological cell turnover that we all go yeah, through—yeah, like
1: on a molecular level—they're different. So on a mental level, if they've committed to that change, they can be. They're different, too. and I, I'll apply that to myself. I'm a different person today than I was a year ago. A lot has changed this year, even for me. I'm yeah. so excited to talk to you about it. <laughs> I know.
0: Well, so 2022 has been a year.
1: It's been a year. It has
0: been a year <laughs> for a lot of people, myself included. And, you know, I was talking to the hubs, you know, just a couple nights ago, we were lying in bed and having our usual, like, connection conversation. And he's like, 2022 was harder and more challenging than 2020 for us, personally. Like, 2020 rocked everyone's world. But for us personally, and I think a lot of other people out there as well, 2022 has actually been a harder year than 2020 for a variety of reasons. And he was like, I'm ready. I'm ready to let this year go. And I'm like, me too, babe. Me too. <laughs> but the thing is is like if you are not content with your life, you're not happy with your life. If there are things going on in your life that are just not what you want them to, to be, the only person and people who have the ability to change that is ourselves, right? And so, as we're wrapping up this year and people are ref- doing their end-of-year reflection, like, you know, what was 22, 2022 like and what do they want in 2023? They need to take ownership and take stock, as you said. you got to go and sit with the stuff yeah. and see, you know, what did I not like? What to
1: marry Kondo, your own life. Yeah. life.
0: And actually decide what you want changed for the, for the next year. So, we're going to rewind, actually, the tape because... This time last year, or like fall of 2021, you you guys were in a totally different space than you are right now. Yeah,
1: Com- figuratively and, and literally. <laughs> right? like,
0: so that was like, what, six months after you had come on the show and shared all those things. You were, like, things were going well, but your life was definitely not where you wanted it to be due to a lot of external factors, internal factors. There was a lot of stuff going on. And you literally decided to manifest a whole new life for yourself. Yes. So catch everybody else (laughs) up as to like what was going on where you left off at the end of, you know, that episode.
1: So I think when we last spoke, we were still in court fighting for custody. In 2021, um, Roger got 50-50 custody and we were able to get Roger's passport for him to come to Canada. So by the end of 2021, he was actually living with us in Canada. We had established ourselves in a, you know, a, a, a routine life. He was going to daycare, um, going to preschool. He was doing all the things, really integrating well with our, our own two children, our extended family. We were, I'm going to say that we were all doing well. And we were actually quite content with how the situation landed, but it still felt like it wasn't enough. And I think as Roger and I kind of sat down and said... What's next? I know for me, I was not ready to do another covid winter in Canada, in Toronto. I was not wanting to sit inside and like be on screen for you know eight, ten hours a day. It just felt like it wasn't it wasn't enough and it wasn't satisfying. You know, twenty twenty, we were all baking bread and cleaning our houses. Twenty twenty one, there was nothing left to clean and we were fat from eating all the bread. And it was like, I can't do this for another year. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And after having him with you and having that family unit, it must have been really hard for the idea of sending him away and having the other 50% of your time now without him.
1: It was. And I mean, yeah, it was um, because he was so established in a routine, but also, you know, removing what you want as a person out of the equation and really looking at what's best For this little person, kids need their mom and dad. Um, And yeah, I I mean, I'm there. I was doing all the things and still doing all the things. I love him like he's my own, but I'm not his mom. Mm -hmm. And I completely recognize that he does need his mom and his dad in his life. And that was really hard. Like those were hard things to think about sending him back. And just the uncertainty of like what was going to happen next. So I remember in 2020, I had written in my journal that I wanted a life where I was consistently learning and doing something new, where I was able to coach and mentor people. You know, I've always thought that we have seasons in our career. There's a season of learning, a season of growing, and the season of giving back. And I thought, okay, you know, I'm kind of getting to that 50 mark, and my season of giving back should really start kicking in. So how can I do this in an effective way in my career? And really, like, what was I wanting? I was wanting to travel. I was really missing that. So I wrote all these things down in my journal. Like, I really, I would like to give back, coach, mentor, lead, grow, learn, and just sort of shake things up a bit. And I, you know, put that journal away, not really thinking about it. And then I I finished a very, very large program that I was working on at work and thought, okay, so like now what? Like I've just finished this almost $300 million program that took like every ounce of everything out of me. Delays and all the things. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like, now what? Like what's going to, what can top this? It was going to be very hard to work on, you know, just another software development project or a BI project and, and feel like. Yay! I'm learning something else. It wasn't going to happen. Um, so I said to my husband, would you be open to, like, doing a remote half year or something? Like, I'm, I'm willing to quit my job and just take a contract somewhere, so just so we'd be in a different space. And he was like, yeah, I'm game for whatever, like, whatever. It's one life that we have to live. So I reached out to a company that I had interviewed with previously just to kind of see if they needed a process engineer, a program manager you know, somebody come and do some training and development. And that conversation, they were actually like, no, we don't need that. But what we need is a general manager. We need like a managing director to come in and run our Caribbean operations. And because our PMO office is actually largely situated in Jamaica, to come and lead our PMO office, would you be interested? And I was like, okay, Uh, (laughs) it's more than I bargained for, but tell me more. And the Tell Me More resulted in 18 interviews and me getting a job um, that took me to live and work in Jamaica.
0: Exactly where your new, you know... I don't, You don't even refer to him as your stepson. Like, he is, like, your child. He
1: is, yeah. Like, I actually, I, I have. I struggle. Like, he's my stepson. I recognize that. Yeah. He's, I'm not his mom. But he's so much more than my stepson. He's, like, truly my best little buddy. Yeah. Like, he is just such a joy, such a blessing. So I went to my husband, and I said, like, they're offering me this job, and they're paying me more than I'm, you know, making now. Yeah. It's doing everything that I really love and everything that I've asked for living in a country that's not here. It's sunny. It's bright. It's different. Learning, growing and close to him and close to him so that we could like actually do that 50 50 well. But then it was all of the other stuff. It was like, oh, my God, like my house, my dog, my mom, my my kids, my friends, my everything that's familiar. I have never lived, you know, more than 20 kilometers outside of where I was born. That's a big change. It's a big change. But, you know, we kind of said, let's let's do it. Let's go for it. So I signed the offer letter at the end of December with plans to migrate to Jamaica the last week in January. You know, we packed up our house, rented it out, had the conversation with our kids who I think we were on the fence. Although they are not dependent on us at all. They're two very young, beautiful, independent girls. Not having your parents there, like physically there, was also weighing heavily on them. And that was a little bit of an adjustment. My own family, my mom and dad, were going through their personal stuff. Armageddon, yeah. Yeah, and walking away from them in that time was also like, oh my god! Like the guilt came with that. I, I'm sure that my siblings said and unsaid felt like, oh my god, we can't believe she's just walking away and leaving us with this. But I think, you know, in hindsight, when we think about when we think about making decisions like that, that completely uproot your life and force you to grow and change and reflect. This last year, 2022, has been the best year. Mm -hmm. I have learned so much about myself. I've learned so much about what's important to me, who is important to me, who am I choosing to spend my time with, and who's choosing to spend their time with me. Um, That's been pretty eye-opening as well. You know, we think that we have this bag of friends, you know, we've got these big circles. And when it actually comes down to it, there's like those 10 people that are your foundation. And that's what it's basically come down to. Like I'm back down to my foundation and waking up every single day in such gratitude. And life has really like, it's it's leveled out. You know, my stepson is, unless we're traveling, he's with us during the week. So we're doing all of the like routine stuff. But my my older daughter actually asked me, like, what's the best part of my day? And I said, the best part of my day is like waking up in the morning because he's such a like chipper, happy guy in the morning Mm -hmm. and just like waking up with him. And he's like so happy. Or if we're not up, he'll be like, wake up, wake up. The sun is shining. It's time to get up. And it's the simplicity, I think, that has truly enabled me to. One, get back to basics on me, like get back into a routine that's focused on me and not around other people, but truly to find gratitude in like the simplest of things, like just being able to sit. I mean, Jamaica versus Canada, there are there's definitely plus and minuses, but I don't know anybody that has left Canada to go to Jamaica and felt like, oh, I made the wrong choice. Not at all. To be able to come home in the evening and have dinner and do the things and, you know, get the little one to bed and then sit on your balcony, you know, with your sweetheart and have a cup of tea and just listen to the crickets chirping and look at the stars. Like, it's so simple, but it's so gratifying that you find yourself at this age after all the drama in a place of peace. And that is a gift that has no price tag it is unmatched there is no amount of money that can that can replace peace in your life and i think like beyond that if we talk about energy that 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 type of lifestyle brings i can talk about this over the last year over the last year certainly we have found ourselves in a different financial situation a better financial situation mm-hmm. And I completely believe that this is a direct result of the energy that we're surrounding ourselves with. Like the, that chaotic, fluctuating energy seems to be gone. And not to say that there isn't drama. There's drama all around us every single day. But I think you said it to me earlier today is I kind of feel like, yeah, drama is happening all around me, but it's no longer happening to me.
0: I mean, it's not infiltrating your bubble. My
1: bubble is like,
0: created, yeah. <laughs> fortress that you created for you and your family and that peace. It's like your peace bubble and nothing will like break through that. And
1: we're not allowing anything to break through that anymore either. And that's not to say that you don't reach out and help people and, you know, get involved and get engaged. But the difference with me personally is I am learning. And I'm not saying that I've learned because I am learning, still learning every day on how to not get personally connected to other people's situation Mm -hmm. love people wholeheartedly and give where you can but if you feel like like i'm no longer feel obligated if i'm helping it's because i've consciously made a decision to help certainly not out of any obligation Mm -hmm. and that's even in in choosing to spend time like casual social time i no longer feel obligated to do anything If I want to, I do. If I don't, and I don't lie, I'm honest about, like, you know, I'm just really not feeling up to it. So we'll catch up later. Mm -hmm. But being able to support somebody without getting personally attached, I I used to wonder how people did it. And it's definitely learned behavior. And it's hard because, you know, as giving people, you want to be able to just, like, take the burden off somebody and fix it. I'm, that's been my life. I'm a fixer.
0: And you are a people pleaser.
1: I'm definitely a people pleaser. That is my, like, biggest trauma response is people pleasing. But I've learned that fixing it, me jumping in and fixing things does not allow that person to learn and grow. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I've actually, it was a hard eye-opening reality for me when that became apparent That, like, me wanting to take the burden and carry somebody else's cross really did not allow them to build their own muscle and do it themselves. We have to allow people to go through it. And we can be there, you know, standing from afar ready to give them a hug and embrace a little bit of a safety net, even with our own kids. Encouragement, yeah. When they need it. Or, you know, they completely fall on their face and they need money. Like, and I'm talking specifically, you know, about yeah. my kids, um, you know. Hey, mom, I need some
0: first and last month's rent. Thanks so much. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But only after they've tried to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. Where that wasn't my personality before. I was like... Uh, you would
0: offer it before they even Before
1: asked. they even asked. I was like, here, let me do all the things for you. Yeah. And that expends so much of your own energy. Like, people have looked at... My husband and I this year, and they're like, are you guys aging backwards? And I kind of feel like removing those burdens, those mental burdens that weigh so heavily on us, yeah, it it stops the aging process for sure. Because mm-hmm. I think that, you know, a lot of the stress and worry that we put on ourselves makes us miserable people.
0: <laughs> and yeah, and, you know, you've had a jam-packed year. So it's not like you rolled up to Jamaica and it's just been, you know... Tropical paradise. You've been across the country. You've been flying. I've actually been been around
1: the world this year.
0: Yeah. You've been, you've had so much, which is in normal circumstances extremely stressful, right? Not necessarily eating the best, time (laughs) zone changes. So all of that on the body would actually be aging you. So the fact that you've gone through that, plus everyone saying that you guys, you know, are feeling vibrant and youthful and all of that stuff, it's probably like doubling down.
1: It's, I don't know how else to say it. I'm so grateful for my life, good, bad, and otherwise. I don't think yeah, there's some things that like I wish I didn't have, I didn't have to go through it. Mm-hmm. But every experience has shaped me for who I am today, and has landed me in a spot of so much gratitude for every single thing. Like I, it sounds so silly, but I cannot express to you how grateful I am to hear the crickets chirping at nighttime. Or to hear like the dogs barking sometimes or howling at the moon or like waking up to like, you know, this four year old with like stinky breath and the biggest smile, just like so happy because it's morning Mm -hmm. or, you know, hearing from from my daughter about something that she accomplished at work or seeing the joy in, in, in my other daughter's face when she's like decorated her house for a season like it. I'm finding gratitude in such simplicity now that I wasn't able to before because there was so much noise. Mm. And every single day, there's just so much to be grateful for that it really, to me, seems absurd that I once allowed myself to get so caught up in what was happening around me that I wasn't able to find joy in life. And I think about how many people that I know personally are carrying burdens of things that happened, you know, a month ago, a year ago, 10 years ago, holding grudges for, you know, who people were 10 years ago without even the acknowledgement that those people may have done inner work, inner healing work, and actually have changed. And not to say that you go back and you have to be friends with everybody, or even have relationships with everybody, but just being able to let it go and find your own peace. Mm -hmm. There's like, no price tag, no price tag no price tag and it's never too late mm-hmm. like you can just decide today that your life is going to be different and just figure out what it is that you want to be different for me i needed a change of environment i need like literal change of environment i needed the sun i needed to be able to be outside not be in winter and i needed to be in a working environment where i felt like i was giving and learning at the same time and i asked And the universe graciously delivered all of the things all at once.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And you manifested that life through all of the work that you did in the previous year leading up to that. All of the the gratitude that you poured into the life that you had that was not necessarily the perfect life by any means, but grateful for the things that you had and, and the situations and all the stuff, which actually is the kind of unlocking key to get you what you want to be you know to manifest the life you want you got to do the work and you need to be grateful for the life that you have
1: you have to be willing to get uncomfortable and I think this is where people are they want a lot but they're very uncomfortable with being uncomfortable change is hard Mm -hmm. change is hard the smallest change is hard you know brushing your teeth with the other hand is change and that's difficult for people to do when you start doing it until it becomes your habit. But when you can put your arms around change and embrace it and just be like, okay, it's another day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So what? I've kind of developed that so what attitude about life. Like if this doesn't work, so what? I'm here for a maximum of a hundred short years. And that's like if I make it that far. A hundred years on Earth is a blip in time and me as a person i am just one of what eight billion yeah my life is not that significant in the grand scheme of things but my life is significant to me and those people around me so if i make a mistake so what you know if we lose some money trying something new so what it's gonna feel like death today it's Mm -hmm. gonna hurt today but when we think about the challenges that we faced We're here on the other side of those challenges. We're over, like, I remember being, like, so far in debt that I was like, I'm never going to not be in debt. I could not see a way out of that when I was, you know, 25 years old. And now I think, like, I don't even know how I managed to get over that hump, but I'm over that hump. And here I am on the other side. We get over all the humps. Mm and it's how much energy are you putting into that hump because if you take the energy away from it you might actually realize that that mountain you've created in your head is actually just a molehill
0: yes and what you focus on grows what you yes. focus on expands so if if that's what you're focusing on you're you know you're, you're getting more of that yeah so which is i what i which is what i know so many people struggle with with this concept of abundance right like they're like I, I want abundance this and that and the other but i'm like but what exactly do you want abundant right like do you want abundance amount of more debt cuz that is what you are actually creating cuz you're, for focusing, on
1: you're focusing on the debt cuz you're
0: focusing on the debt in their efforts to get not have debt it, get yeah. out of it right so it's that that very fine line and that's why so many people are like oh you know thinking abundantly that's just so that's, it doesn't help right? Like, here I am with even more debt than before, even though I was thinking abundantly. I'm like, yeah, but maybe you were thinking about abundance as it related to the debt, right? And not abundance related to all these other things in your life that would actually counter and, like, overcome that part. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, a whole year later, here you are. I remember being with you last year, helping you pack your house and clean out your cupboards (laughs) and empty your fridge of all your condiments and all of the things and wow what a year for you
1: Yep, it's it's been quite a year and i'm actually like i actually don't even feel you know the need to do new year's resolutions for 2023 because i i'm kind of over that that mindset mm-hmm. i just want to i i want to resolve to make tomorrow better than today And every single day, make tomorrow better than what it was today. It's important to have goals, for sure. And I have lots of goals, professionally, personally. But I'm not going to wait until January 1st. If I have that goal in my mind today, I'm starting today. Mm -hmm. There's no need to wait. Yeah, Um, because
0: tomorrow starts today.
1: Tomorrow starts today. What
0: happens tomorrow, we create right now, in the present, in this moment.
1: This is, you know, we, we... in this new sort of spiritual world that everybody seems to want to embrace. Karma is something that comes up a lot. Um, and I think karma is this very misconstrued concept. It simply is. Our, our The results that we get tomorrow are based on our actions today. That is the simple, simplest, most basic explanation of karma. The things that we sow today, we're going to reap tomorrow. And I think that's that's just it. If we think about that, that like if tomorrow I wanna to wake up feeling good, I can't drink half a bottle of rum today. <laughs> that's just a reality. Like it's so simple, right? Very good example as we <laughs> head into the holidays.
0: <laughs> Over oh, like, you know, moments away from Christmas and, and New Year's and all that good stuff. So yeah. All right. So for anyone who is listening live, you know, in in the week this is airing, and they are thinking about their 2023 and reflecting on their 2022, what are three things that you would encourage people to reframe about this idea of change and new that would help them actually have the life they want next year, this time, than where they are right now?
1: I'm gonna say, and it's been said so much better by those before me, to get something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. And you need to get uncomfortable with being uncomfortable, Uh, that's one. Two, don't take life so seriously. Like truly, life is not meant to be serious. Life is meant to be joyful and fun and funny and abundant. And like, you need to find moments every day where you can just laugh and dance and sing and, and 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 it's like that's just part of your day. You need to find joy and happiness in simple things every single day. And as that starts happening, you will you will start noticing that your moments of gratitude start increasing, and just as a direct byproduct of being grateful, you will find that your life is more abundant and you are living life more abundantly.
0: Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Rand
1: Thank you for having me. Um,
0: so everyone, she's back and that was the, the life update. Her life is sounding pretty good right now, huh? <laughs> um, and that is because she has been a student of manifestation and gratitude and doing the work for not just for the last couple of years, but like many years. Yeah. And this isn't the first time like a big blessing actually has come your way, right? <laughs> so if you are a patron, you definitely need to come and join us over there because range is going to share another story about a time in life in which she was blessed with a pretty big gift that she literally wrote down on a napkin. So if you want to hear that story, join us over at the patron site because she is a master of manifesting abundance. And she will share a little bit about that in that bonus content over there. All right. So happy, happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. And happy 2023. And happy 2023. It is going to be a beautiful year ahead. You know, me personally, yeah, 2022 was a challenging year for us. Um, There was death in the family. You know, health has been a huge thing for us on our side. Uncertainty with a whole bunch of stuff. But I also know that it's all temporary, right? Like, this is not how it is always going to be. There is light at the end of the tunnel. And if you want to change, you just need to get into that mindset of really owning the change that you want and getting real. Like, no more putting blame on others. No more pointing fingers. Accept what is. Accept what is as is. And then just decide, well, what am I going to do about it? So that's it for us this week. Thanks, everybody. Happy end of 2022. We will be back for season four in 2020.
1: congratulations. <laughs>
0: thank you so much. So thanks for being my very first guest and um, being my bonus guest tonight um, to, as we wrap up this awesome season. And thank you for inspiring me to start the show. Do the show and keep going with the show because there has been moments, we all know, you're like, is it worth it? And you're like, yes, yes, it's
1: worth it. Keep going. I so. encourage all of your listeners to go and listen to your your podcast on our mastermind group.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 That one was a good one. Life yeah. changing. Life changing. <laughs> those are the those are the moments. So yeah, so go back and, and listen to this. Range is part of that mastermind, everybody. Yes. So she is definitely a powerhouse person that I am grateful for to have in my life. And that's the last thing. You know, as you kind of look at your 2022 and what changes do you want to make for 2023, look at the people in your life. Yeah. Look who you're surrounding yourself with. And maybe it's time to do some editing. Yep, letting go of some bags. Making some space (laughs) because you need to let go of relationships or friendships or partnerships that aren't serving you to make space for the ones that are going to be supportive and helpful and help you grow and become the best person you you possibly can be. So bless and release some of those relationships, make space. And find yourself a friend like Ranch. <laughs> in, in in terms of like the mindset and the embodiment and all of that stuff. So I'm so grateful for that. All right. That is it for us. Thanks so much for joining. And we will see you next season. Sounds fun to say that, huh? See you next season for season four of I Just Blank, Now What? Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it more than I can say. Did you love this episode of I Just Blank, Now What?